Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. One thing about the new Tesla Model 3 refresh, also known as the Highland, is that there are a lot of small changes and some big changes too that really add up to bring something new and fresh from Tesla. And a lot of this has, as you would expect, affected the ride quality. Welcome back to the Out of Spec podcast. I'm your host, Francie, and Kyle is finally back in the U.S., back to cold Colorado, and is coming on today to tell us a bit about what he's been up to overseas and specifically focusing on the suspension aspects of the new Tesla Model 3 Highland refresh. Thank you for coming on to the podcast again, Kyle. Welcome back. Thank you very much. And um, yeah, so we've done some videos now on the new Tesla Model 3 refresh. Uh, you know, I don't really know if we should call it the Highland, the refresh, the new Model 3, the upgraded 3. I think everyone gets the point. It's the new, you know, life cycle, uh, you know, refresh of the car, if you will, uh, the facelift. And um, yeah, so I was able to drive it. I think I'm among the first American media to drive the car. Um, and that's really all thanks to a company called Enhanced Auto. They make like sexy buttons, which have like a whole bunch of shortcuts for the Model 3 and Model S, actually all the Teslas. I keep them in my car because like sometimes I want to quickly get into track mode, but I don't want to go through all the menus. So I can just use their button and boom, enter a mode or in the non-performance Teslas, you can turn traction control off. You can adjust regen settings. It's like they can do so much. It's really uh, actually pretty fantastic. So they bought this car as a development vehicle. And I'll talk in another video more of like the overall experience and everything we did. But in this video, I thought I wanted to talk a little bit more just on the suspension, the new suspension of the model three, because I reviewed the car and the video is called I drive the new model three refresh for the first time. Something like small changes make for a better, uh, for a totally new car. There you go. And yeah, it was really fun. And that was my first time in the car and I was really soaking it in and experiencing it. But I do feel like I did the car and no one's really commented about this, but I do feel like I did the car a bit of a disservice, um, driving it in, uh, well, a unique environment, which we're lucky to be able to test cars in Germany, of course, but very rarely are you going to be running top speed down the Autobahn in your car. And I think what I did was I over 
I don't know. I didn't really highlight how good the suspension actually has gotten. I focused on it too much in a performance setting and not so much in a daily usable setting. And that's mm-hmm. on me. And again, no one's really commented. The car was great. I called it the best car in the world. It is. But uh, the video just didn't do justice justice what I wanted to, to do about right. showing how good the suspension really is. Yeah. So tell me if this is right. So from what I know, both the standard and the long range options, we're not sure about the performance, but both the standard and long range will have the new suspension that you're talking about softer springs frequency response suspension dampers as well as new bushings and improvements in the subframe if i'm not mistaken yeah look at you go where yeah. where'd you get where'd you get all that info from i do my research i gotta tell you <laughs> and um you know from that i would expect a really fluid ride soft and bouncy and i did notice in your video you you used a lot of those words and like you said yeah you're on the bottom audubon you're going fast you're looking for that performance uh, application as well and how that performs, but the typical person, how much should they consider that? So I'm appreciating that you're coming back on to talk about it, to really talk about these changes in suspension, because if you're in the car, you're really observing how it feels. It might be different for someone who's clinging to those curves versus someone who's just on the highway every day using this for a daily commuter. Yeah, I always prefer to review cars here in Colorado because I have the perfect mix of canyon roads for performance, general highway cruising with really loud pavement to simulate worst case, and also, you know, of course, city environments being close to Denver. So uh, being able to test cars here locally is actually part of the reason we moved here, why Out of Spec is in Colorado, because we have such varied terrain to test vehicles. Um, And in this case, yeah, I mean, I think it, it still came out pretty cool, but we didn't really do the most customer representative driving. And by that was on me, but we had places to go. We had one route. We were on a schedule and, and we got what we got. But but again, I really wanted to talk more about the suspension in this video because uh, I'll start by saying I first rode in the car, in the back of the car. Uh, and, you know, it was one of those things where I wanted to do a charging test on the LFP battery pack. And uh, I should start by clarifying the car that I'm discussing is a standard Model 3. This is the cheapest Tesla you can buy. It is a Aero wheel car, uh, the 19-inch aero wheels, which are new, mm-hmm. has a new Michelin E primacy tire uh, that's designed specifically for the Model 3, and it has a completely new suspension. Now, what I wasn't able to experience is if the all-wheel drive was tuned differently, and of course, the performance, we can be 99% sure will have totally different calibration than this car, mostly because... There's no way the performance should have this suspension on it. We, I made it very clear in the video that this is not a performance suspension. It's competent. The car has a lot of inherent balance. But really, you can tell Tesla focused on improving the ride comfort for daily driving. And as someone who owns a Tesla Model 3 performance, and I've owned a Model 3 long range previously, the ability to just cruise down the road nicely, that's the main use case for the vehicle for pretty much everyone. Mm-hmm. So that's a good observation, right? And then, so what ways did the suspension and the new suspension in the Highland enhance the overall driving experience as you saw? Were there any standout moments that you felt really, yeah, this benefit is here? Yeah, I think uh, twofold. So the first is I should explain a little bit how the new damper technology works for Tesla. And they're not the first ones to do this. Other cars, Toyota, Lexus, other people use these types of dampers. Uh, But it's a passive damper, or I should say, It's a non-powered damper. What I mean by that is there is no manual adjustment 
either through switches and knobs or through an electronic connection to the the suspension control unit to adjust the rebound and uh, compression area of the damper. This is actually all passively adjustable. So the compression is a fixed rate in the damper because uh, you know it's going to absorb a force. But based off of the force that the damper absorbs, it can actually adjust the rebound stiffness of the damper. And it can be something where if you're over really a lot of small bumps, it can relax the damper a little bit and really give you this wafty controlled vibe. Or if it's a big impact, of course, it can control the movement of the wheel a little bit better and try and keep it on the ground. The previous Model 3 suffered in all versions of the suspension. Keep in mind, there were at least three or four different iterations of suspension on the, the outgoing Model 3, the one that's still sold in the U.S., they all suffered from this body movements and you'd have a ton of head toss in the vehicle. And by head toss is sort of a way of saying, okay, how much is your head moving as you're going down the road? Of course, there's side to side head toss and front to back. And in the Model 3 cruising down the highway, you actually have a ton of front and back head toss where I remember my friend Zeb, when he got a 2017 Model 3, they shipped with really stiff suspension. They fixed it really early on in 2018, but he was like, his head was smacking into the back of the seat because it was almost like the rear of the car was coming up. And if you look at any existing Model 3 going down a highway, you'll notice the rear end is kind of just moving all over the place, and it's constantly going up and down. And that's just you know, not needed for daily driving. It's not comfortable. It's too much movement in the vehicle, and it certainly was not premium. The new car which has this frequency response damper, but same rough, you know, multi-link in the rear setup has completely settled down the whole body motions of the car. You go over bumps now and the car soaks up a bump and you're done. You're no longer jostling down the road. It's just so much less head toss cruising around. And to me, this is the biggest improvement to the car. Yes, the noise performance is amazing. Yes, the new interior is great. All of these things, so on and so forth. But the new rear suspension tuning, especially for highway cruising, unbelievable. Even around town, you know, when you factor in the front suspension soaking up bumps, so much smoother. It's so much softer. So, you know, it's tuned even more relaxed, but there is now a little bit of suspension control where you can feel the car. Okay, when you go slow around some corners, it tries to hold itself up. Like it, it does what a Model 3 needs to do, which is have a slight sporting edge to it but it's not uh, not nearly as sporty as previous ones and much better for daily driving. The uh, thing in the video was I was complaining about it being slightly unstable in the corners on the Autobahn. And that is down to many factors, including the tires, um, which I did mention in the video, but I didn't make it clear enough. The car had not been broken in. This was a car that had, you know, I don't know, 60 or 100 miles on it, like brand new. And typically before you do any type of real car evaluation, I like to have at least 500 miles on the car, preferably 1,000 to 1,500. Really let the bushings break in, let the tires break in. Um, but again, I had the, this was my only opportunity to drive the car. So a lot of the unstable movements, yes, were down to the tire, but also a lot of it to the suspension and the car just felt like it needed to get broken in. For example, I noted a vibration in the video very early on. I think it was just a tire that was flat spotted from shipping because the mm -hmm. car sat in a parking lot so long because sure. when after that clip, 
I forgot about it. And then I was thinking about it the next day. I'm like, oh yeah, that vibration went away. So th- these are the things. I like to have a broken in car when filming them. When we get it in the US again, of course, we're going to make sure we have a, a legit car that we can do the real side-by-side and in-depth comparisons with. Um, but I didn't make it clear enough in the video just how amazing this suspension is and how smooth it is and how nice this car is now for around town and highway cruising. Yeah, you're going to give up some of the stiffness in the corners, some of the stability in the corners, no question, of course, with the new tires, but um, just you know, worth the compromise, I think, from almost everyone. And then if you want a performance car, you get the Model 3 Performance. I think they're going to dial that thing up a little bit more um, is what everyone's expecting. It's what I'm expecting. And if they make it spicy enough, I might actually buy one. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like in the mood for like a small, hot car. I have the existing model three performance, of course, but honestly, it's always gone with like friends and like Lacey from scoots is driving it. So I haven't like driven that car in months and I kind of miss having a small car to bomb around the city. So I was thinking Ionic five N or the new model three performance are kind of in the top of mind. Um, yeah, so all, all good problems to have. Yeah. And speaking of good, it sounds like, of course you noticed that it might not be the best for performance and that those fast speeds around corners, but that this is a win in terms of the Model 3 Highland and the everyday driver can kind of, from your experience at least, take away that it is a very comfortable ride with a great improvement. Yeah, we also had the car on the Nürburgring, and uh, I rode around with Misha, and it was really wet outside. I mean, very. we had no grip around the track, so we couldn't even get the car really to work. But he and I were talking about it after the lap. We're like, yeah, it's kind of good that it's soft, keeps the tires on the ground, lets the car work. And in that application, it wasn't wasn't bad at all. No question on the previous generation Model 3, you would want to upgrade the suspension for performance. Mm -hmm. And if the real hardcore guys are already upgrading their suspension for performance, why are you making everyone else suffer with poor ride quality? Um you know, for, for like the edge of sportiness. So I think this is the right move for the standard range, maybe for the long range. I bet it's very similar in the tuning. I think mm-hmm. they'll dial it up for the performance, maybe even put an adaptive damper on there. That would be amazing. Something like that really mm-hmm. go hardcore, but for the intended purpose of the car, the suspension I think is uh yeah, it's about as perfect as you can get for its intended use. That's pretty good. That's pretty good news. And I bet some people will be wondering. So one last quick question for you. Should people be like, especially considering this aspect, but of course, all the other changes, if they were going to go electric, they're considering what's on the market for Tesla. I mean, in America, we don't have this option yet. Do you think they should be waiting? Absolutely. Easy. Done. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be that long of a wait. I don't think months, even a year. Like the thing is, people keep cars three, five, seven years. They're not like me always getting something new. Um, this is just going to be a much better car to keep long term. And that comfort is important to consider, along with the other changes that we'll dive into in a different out of spec podcast the whole model three refresh highland kyle getting in and driving it around so thank you again for joining me kyle thanks everyone for tuning into the out of spec podcast we appreciate it like and subscribe if you're enjoying it and have a great day we will see you next time on the out of spec podcast Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. 
Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. (laughs) Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris and MopMaster dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.